0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I am joined by Liza and Adam. How's it going, gang? Hello.
1: Awesome.
0: Excellent. Welcome back, Liza. You've been abroad for a while. And I I don't mean you've been abroad. I mean you've been away.
1: (laughs) I have been abroad. No, it seems like I've been uh, gone forever.
0: Yes. Yeah, Uh, you've you've been gone since 2019. You missed the entire pandemic.
1: Oh, I know. I'm so glad. (laughs) I just slept through it.
0: Now let's see. Liza got a couple stamps in the passport. You went over to France, yes? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Yes, the real France, not even the France Pavilion.
1: No, uh, I know. It was like it, it was really
0: France. But uh, well, we hope you had fun and don't drink the water. Uh, but <laughs> do uh, they
2: do the do the rats really cook the food in France, or is that just a make believe by Pixar?
1: Well, they. I didn't see any rats cooking food, but I will say that there was lots of ratatouille served because apparently (laughs) over there, um, ratatouille is a summer dish, which I found very odd since it is a hot, steamy plate of vegetables
0: stewed. (laughs) Hmm. You know, that's how Adam's first girlfriend described him, a hot, steamy plate of vegetables.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it was hot, too. It was hot over here. We had a uh, heat
2: wave here, so it's not like you were, like, alone with the heat. Did you make it over to our our friend Disneyland Paris?
1: Not this time. I didn't. I'm going to have to make a special trip over there next time.
0: All right. Good. Excellent. Well, we we know where Liza wrapped her trip up, and that was in Orlando. And uh, I believe you went to Walt Disney World.
1: Yes, because I lost my mind and I went to France and then two days after I got back, I went to Disney World. And right, so,
0: you, so you went home before you went to Disney World. You went yes. home, picked up the kids.
1: The kids were with me in France. Oh, so they went to France and then we were there for like a little over two weeks. And then we came here for two days. I washed all the clothes, put them back in the suitcase and went to Disney World for a week. That was not excellent. Never excellent.
0: Again. That's that's just the way you need to unwind from an international trip is gonna be. <laughs> yes, it was,
1: it was nuts. I don't know. I lost my mind. I really did. It was great though. We did have a good time, and I did get to do a few new things that I hadn't done before
0: okay. and and when when was your last trip prior to this? May? Okay, so it's been a couple of months, and there were actually some new experiences for you. so uh, what what was the highlight of, well, I think I know what one of the highlights was for you, but uh, what uh, – and that would be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, but what uh, What did you find exciting on your trip this time?
1: Well, obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm I, mind-blown. My mind was blown. You guys have to write this right. Everybody has to write it. But the bad news is that I got Conga, which was a song what? that – What? Yes, I got Conga. I didn't want that song. As soon as it started – My sister and her boyfriend were behind me, and I turned my head around. I was like, no. (laughs) I like (laughs) that song. I do not. It's my least favorite on the list, and I knew I was going to get it because that's the one I didn't want. But, you know, it is what it is. The ride was still fantastic. I mean, it was just great. My kids loved it. I loved it. I just hope that eventually they have it to where it's not just they have to wake up at 7 a.m. and get the – you know, and then you pay for it. Like if there's a standby line eventually, that'd be great.
2: Boarding group.
1: A boarding group. Yeah, you had to get the boarding group, but yeah. um, it'll be OK. And then another thing I did, uh, we were going to eat lunch one day. We were in Epcot and I thought, you know, this is a new place. I'll just go in Connections Cafe. And so I did. And it, it's a new newer quick service restaurant and it's got a Starbucks like next to it. So
0: that's the yeah. cafe part.
1: Yes, that's the cafe right. part, but I was kind
0: of And then confused. there's it's it's the cafe and eatery.
1: Oh. So I was in the eatery part. Okay. Which,
0: which was fun.
1: It was nice. Okay, so I like that they have a ton of seating in there. I mean, and it was pretty busy when I was there, too. I will say that it was packed. There's a ton of people and we still were able to get a big enough table for seven people, which is says a lot, you know, because when you're at Disney and you're searching for that table with your tray, that's just a pain in the butt sometimes. And I was easily able to find a place to sit. It's really nice that you get actual real plates and real silverware, which is really cool for a quick service i thought that was nice and i found the food um to be very good the french fries were amazing but disney has great fries they do
2: i love a good french fry did you did you try any of the 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 different things like the plant-based such and such what did you what else did you eat
1: well i had pizza okay um i just i was i got i got a boring pepperoni pizza (laughs) that's what i got but right. but but they make the dough there like you can see them rolling the dough and pressing the dough so it was actually a pretty darn good pizza i that's was great. happy with it yeah
0: a slice is gigantic it's it's like a two it's like two it's like a quarter of a regular pie
1: Yes, it was filling. It was good. You didn't get, you know, it's not like when you were in elementary school and they had a pizza party and you got that one little (laughs) slice and then you're like, it's not a party if it's one slice of pizza. (laughs) But this is considered a party because you have enough pieces of pizza to make you feel like you know, you've sat, you're satisfied. It's really good. You can also get like a coleslaw side or a side salad with it. I got fries because you're at Disney. I'm not trying to like diet at Disney. And I really enjoyed it. My mom had a hamburger, just the regular, regular burger with the American cheese on it. But she said it was very good. And she had a side salad as well. And that was good. And my kids liked it. And um, they also have some like General Tao's chicken salad. Um, that looked really good and uh, a couple of other different kinds of like Chinese chicken salads that look like. Um, but and the kids meals were interesting, too. They had a uh, grilled chicken bao bun that looked neat. Um, of course, you get nuggets and a little cheeseburger. And and the kids portions are also very I found them to be pretty big. Like my mom could have gotten that kid's burger and been fine. So I, I thought it was a good value for what it was.
0: Excellent. Adam, when when you were recently down there, did you get a chance to eat at Connections? I did not. Um
2: I walked through it. Okay. I saw the I saw the big mural. It's huge. Right. There definitely is a lot of seating. They have a really cool glass top table with the Epcot logo, the Epcot flower logo. But I only saw one of them and I can't imagine like if there uh, there wasn't a line to sit at the table, but I wouldn't be surprised if there is. They
0: mm-hmm. need to have
2: more of those tables there. But and you and it's like kind of like an um an open not an open kitchen, but it's a viewing kitchen. If I think that's the word, where you can see them working on stuff. So like Liza said, they're you're watching them, you know, flip the dough for the pizza, and you can see them making bread and such, which I, which is nice. It's another another it's a separate element to just eating. As opposed to, like, the old electric umbrella, which was there, which was just, a, you know, standard, you know, quick service we would walk up to the counter. Although right. that did have a second story, and it had a lot of fun, cool uh, light fixtures, so mm-hmm. and a lot of neon.
1: I never ate in there.
2: <gasps> I, I mean, food-wise, food-wise, you didn't miss much, but it definitely was a, a trip to look
1: at. Okay.
0: Yeah, the, the new space is is awesome. Um we actually got to eat there I think uh, like the second week they were open. Uh, I had the hand-breaded chicken sandwich which was good, you know, it wasn't a Chick-fil-A sandwich but but it was, you know, it was good for its uh its own stood on its own merits. Um the bathroom was phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> I'm a I'm a big bathroom guy. <laughs> I have to see the latest in bathroom technology when when new bathrooms are released. They didn't uh, have and, a
2: shallow sink, did they?
0: Um god, I can't remember now. I'm going to have to look mm. at my pictures.
2: Because uh, because I've noticed some Disney bathrooms, newer bathrooms, they're giving you like a shallow sink, and I, I don't like that. I need a deeper sink because with the shallow sinks, the water splashes up on you when you're washing your hands.
1: Shallow sinks are the wave of the future, Adam.
2: I, they had the infamous shallow sink was the one in the contemporary rooms, which they got rid of when they did the refurb. Thank goodness. Those yeah. weren't even shallow; they were just a flat slab.
1: It was so, crazy. It was absolutely crazy.
2: But then, but then they see another, other like newer bathrooms Disney's putting out. They've got the shallow sinks.
1: Well, you know what I did appreciate is that you could get a refill, and not have to pay extra for it. I did like that because at Pecos Bill, you're not going to be able to get one.
2: Oh, they have self-serve. They soda have the
1: self-serve beverage stations and the carbonation to syrup ratio was spot on
0: yeah i'm I'm still surprised that disney does not yet have coke freestyles universal has freestyles in their restaurant i don't know why why disney does not
1: i don't know if it's either
2: i wonder if it's because like it would be too complicated to for people to figure it out they'd be pressing all these buttons and wasting too much time if yeah, we the, can't
1: figure that out, then there's the, a big problem with humanity.
0: The <laughs> universal folks figure it out. So
2: I don't know. I don't. I mean, do they have how many banks of how many rows of of machines do they have next to each other? Those like ten of them?
0: No, it's not that. It's not that many. I think there's uh, two. It is what it is. Uh, my my other favorite aspect of that restaurant is the rolling pin wall, which is right over by the uh, restrooms and uh, the phone bank area, because I think there's actually a payphone in there. What? It's that little alcove by the bathroom that they they always have.
1: Okay, payphone. Oh, I, I need to use that one day.
0: I could have sworn there was a payphone there, but I'm just getting old. It it could could have been another alcove somewhere by another bathroom.
1: Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I saw a payphone the other day in front of a gas station, and I took a picture of it because I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> I don't even you know, know if it works though.
0: You know, the last payphone on the island of Manhattan was uh, removed like uh, a month and a half ago.
1: Oh, that's sad. Yeah. RIP payphone.
0: Exactly. Uh, Speaking of old technology, uh, Liza, you've got a little story about some uh, old technology that's new again.
1: Like we said earlier, connections used to be the electric umbrella. And what used to reside in the electric umbrella was a talking trash can. And the talking trash can is back (sighs) now. Yes, the beloved electric umbrella talking trash can is back, and the trash can is no longer there, and it's not at the Connections Cafe. It is at the Odyssey, and apparently you really got to look for it, but I don't know. Does it talk to you in like a robot voice, or does it talk to you like a New Yorker?
0: I have never interacted with the talking trash can in Epcot. Okay, I've I, seen
1: Push, but not I've seen no. Push.
2: it's like a kid-type like type, funny voice.
0: Uh, one of those high pitched electronic voices, like, "Hey,
2: how you doing?" Uh, maybe not not that high pitched, but mm. it's it's not like it's not you know boring. I should mm-hmm. say. Okay, okay. It's fun, yeah. you know. It's 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 better than a non talking trash can. I'll tell you that much.
0: You know, they should just do a very monotonous talking trash can like this. I should do the whole show like this. Yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah. You know how many? You know how quickly people would tune out.
1: I know.
2: It's
0: quicker than normal.
2: <laughs> First of all, I think they should have a talking trash can in 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 all of Tomorrowland for sure. Every yeah. every trash can should talk. And even it's not Futurul anymore, but even in the new you know World Discovery, Nature, and Celebration, they should have talking trash cans there too. There should there's there's there should be more than just one talking trash can.
1: But what are they gonna say?
2: Well they could say like, Are you sure this is trash? If it's recyclable, put it in a recyclable.
1: Oh, so they're gonna like teach you something or they're yeah. gonna try to like, remind you that you're not doing good enough and you need to try yeah. harder.
2: Yeah, let's say like, is this a glass or a plastic? If so, put it in the other bin.
1: That <laughs> would get annoying to me. I wouldn't like it. <laughs> I wouldn't like it. I'd be like, you know what? You're a trash can, do your job.
2: It could do all the facts of the trash cans, like like, did you know that the reason why there's so many trash cans is because Walt Disney calculated how long people hold on to trash and then drop it and that's why there's a trash can every thirty feet or something like that. Like, okay, that that would be a long <laughs> statement for the trash
0: can to say. Uh, six, like, six people would have put their trash in it by the time it finished that <laughs> statement.
1: I did see people just standing there like, Are you done? because <laughs> I'm trying to get to the ride over here. Um, yeah, that would be funny. It would also be funny if it was like, there's a reason that no gum is sold here. Please don't chew it. Yeah. Like, I hate chewing gum, so I would appreciate that. Or maybe you can say stuff like, you know, that shirt is actually too small for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why Disney has gotten rid of their their talking elements. We used to have, you know, push the talking trash can. There was West Palm, the uh, uh, talking movable palm tree and Universal makes it work with the Mystic Fountain. So here you go. Two two pluses for me for Universal freestyle machines and the Mystic Talking Fountain.
1: Yeah, that talking fountain's awesome.
0: Yeah, I I don't know why Disney can't uh, do that. I, I don't I don't know. I I agree. We need more
2: robots. Rock, we need ro- more robotic, you know, household appliances driving around. <laughs> they should have like a like a refrigerator on wheels too, you know. And,
1: yeah, why not? And
2: it, and it, and and it like only opens for certain people. And there's inside there's ice
0: ice cold Coca Cola.
1: Yeah, that you don't have to pay like three seventy five four dollars for.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. And if they're putting out talking stuff, maybe they can fix the listening ovens. Uh because that darn progress family, if that oven doesn't listen one more time and they ruin another <laughs> holiday dinner. <laughs> oh my that's, gosh. That's going to be trouble.
1: Tony, don't you think the dad in that scene looks just like Norm McDonald
0: with the new skin?
1: Yeah. You need to look at it again. I posted a video on my Instagram. I'm telling you, it's Norm McDonald. I can't even see him otherwise. Oh my the goodness. other dad doesn't look like Norm McDonald, but the new like the 90s future dad looks like norm mcdonald
0: i
2: don't the, think we talked about the new um oh my gosh he does look like him
0: <laughs> the past future dad the future or is he the future past dad i'm not quite sure
1: i don't know the who future he
2: Future is. dad the last scene dad yes he definitely does look like norm mcdonald oh my gosh he
1: does look like norm mcdonald
2: oh yeah oh yeah they hey, updated you- they updated the the clothing and accessories of the family in the final scene, the carousel progress, and we believe they updated most of the faces of the characters. I don't think the grandfather's face was updated, but certainly Sarah, the wife, was uh, updated. John Progress was updated. Patty, the daughter, definitely was updated. Oh yeah, she had new hair and everything.
1: Well, because one of her eyes was so wonky, it wasn't even. She looked really glazed over all the time and she was she just looked bad for a while there. It was really bad. I I was very concerned. But now she looks like Taylor Swift.
2: I also I'm just I I first I was a little upset that they all, all they did was just update the clothing. I mean, come on, you know, and I guess they did do the faces. But then I realized, well, actually, this is a good thing because that means that they're planning on keeping it there for a while. If they decided to really, you know, to update some heads and skin and, and everything, because if they didn't do that, then I would be scared that something would happen to our favorite family. But
1: well, well you'll be happy to know when I wrote it um, like a week ago or whenever I was there. um, It was full. Good. It was packed. It was packed. And they clapped at the end.
0: Good. But but still, it's only open like uh, like two hours a day. Really? No, it's open all day, Tony. I know. In the summertime, it is, but if you go in the wintertime, they've they've got those limited hours. But uh, at least it's crowded.
2: I don't know. I every, I think it's 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 survived its limited time running. I think it's open more often than you'd think. I don't know. At this point, I wish they will they would sell the clothing that they that they gave them in the final season. I did buy a Progress Tech T-shirt to match Sarah or Patty's um
1: her sweatshirt.
2: Sweatshirt, yeah.
1: I saw
2: that somebody bought uh, somebody made to made the design online. I'll have to post it to the uh, page.
0: Okay. Are you going to
2: wear it in the next time you go? I'm going to have to. Of course.
1: Better be cold.
2: But I didn't get the I didn't get the sweatshirt. I got an. Oh, oh OK. No, I can't do sweatshirts in Florida. It's way. Oh too.
1: Oh my Gosh, you're not kidding.
0: So no matter who's on the show, we continue to digress. So we were, we were talking about the uh, Connections Cafe and eatery. And while we're talking about food, if you exit Epcot and go out the International Gateway entrance, uh, or exit, depending upon which way you're going, um, and you make a left at Crescent Lake, there's some new food options going in over there at the Boardwalk, aren't there, Adam?
2: Yeah, so the Boardwalk Bakery has closed, and it will be reopening at the end of uh, late summer, so end of August probably, as the Boardwalk Deli, and they're calling this a New York style – no, not a New York. They called it a – New England style deli, which uh, Tony and myself are from the New England area. There is no such thing as a New England style deli. No. There are there are New York delis. Uh, there are Jewish delis. There are Italian delis. There's Polish, Polish delis. delis. Yeah. Um, but there is there is no like New England deli is not a thing. So they're what they're doing is they are just combining all of those that we just talked about and New York into one, which is fine. They're saying they're going to bake the bread in-house daily, which is nice. They're going to have bagel sandwiches for breakfast with eggs and bacon and Mm. croissants and such. That's good. They've got a lot of, you know, plant-based stuff. And then for lunch and dinner, some of the big highlights that I would like to point out are the Italian sub with a cup of pepperoni, provolone, arugula tomato, arugula pesto. That's good. Mayo on ciabatta with a side. And they have a warm pastrami Reuben, which around here you can get Reubens with pastrami or corned beef. I prefer them with pastrami because I like pastrami more. But corned beef is always good, too. That's with the sauerkraut, the Swiss cheese, and the Thousand Island dressing on a marble rye. Now, usually Reubens are served open-faced, and you eat them with a fork and knife. They're not doing that with this. That's fine, I guess.
1: Because you're on the go.
2: Because you're on the go, exactly pricing seems reasonable that room is 13 dollars the italian sub is 1150 and um, that's good my guess would be that the the fact that they called it a, a bakery didn't mean that people could buy also like regular food there because you still could have bought food there but now changing it to deli i think kind of changes the way you think about it and you now know oh i can buy more than just you know baked goods i can actually
0: buy well plus there's there's another reason why that's no longer the boardwalk bakery and that's because the former espn zone uh is going to become the cake shop uh yeah uh, from gwendolyn rogers and the indiana uh based bakery So they're going to be opening up uh, a location there. So that's going to handle all of the bakery needs and the deli will handle all of the food and, and, you know, real dining options.
1: Well, if they were going with a New England theme, they should have done like a chowder cafeteria because don't you guys do chowder (laughs) because nothing says comfort food like a steamy bowl of clam chowder in July in central Uh Florida.
2: Manhattan or New England?
1: I don't even know. I don't, I've don't never had know. any.
2: Manhattan is red. Red yeah. sauce. And New England is the white sauce. Well, definitely green, New England. Green base.
0: Co- coincidentally, Liza, that's how Adam's first girlfriend uh, used to describe him. A steamy bowl of chowder. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: On a hot July day.
2: Well, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, New England – a New England deli would maybe have well, – no, I mean, would it have lobster rolls and that kind of stuff? Not really. They don't, really serve that in delis. No, not in a po deli. Poe Boys is more of a Louisiana, southern-type thing, so. Oh, yeah.
1: We
0: got lots of that. Uh, yeah, I, so – I do like that they that they have a uh, grilled cheese with a tomato soup option. Ooh.
1: I love a grilled cheese and tomato soup.
2: Yes. Well, that's that's that Tony, I guess you'll be getting that. That's that's
0: good. Uh, No, I'm going with the Italian sub, Adam. I'm I'm good. good.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it it also also depends on the temperature of the day, because (laughs) I, I refuse to eat like a soup or anything like that. Whenever it's like 110 degrees outside, 100% humidity, I can't do it. I'll, I'll just can't.
2: I did that. I did that for food and wine. They were <gasps> they were serving hot soup, and it was it was it was September, Ugh. and I was like sweating into the soup. <laughs> <laughs> it was dripping off my forehead. that's what,
1: it was. Yeah. That's what I was like. Doing. It's misery.
2: I was like, what was I thinking? Why am I eating this right now?
1: I know because we passed by the food and wine booth in Canada that has that really good soup that I like, that cheddar soup.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: With the pretzel bread. Did you get it? No, it was like eight thousand degrees. I'm I'm about to have a heat stroke. I mean, it's it was so flippin' hot. I just I I kept thinking this is not normal. This is un, it, it's a, it's crazy. It's so hot. I, but I haven't been in July in a long time, so oh, wow. it it was serious. Like late July, that's nuts. It was hot. No soup for me. For <laughs> no soup for you. No soup for you
0: thank you adam exciting things coming to the boardwalk yeah. and uh speaking of hot and steamy areas let's go all the way across the country to san diego and uh, what does san diego have to do with uh, disney news well we just went through comic-con in san diego the granddaddy of all comic conventions and surprisingly there were a ton of marvel uh announcements uh, as well as uh, a few star wars announcements um but uh You know, with the D23 convention coming up the second week of September, I believe it is, up in Anaheim, uh, everybody thought that Disney was going to play very close to the vest during Comic-Con. They have not been a major uh, presence the past couple of Comic-Cons because of the D23 stuff. Uh, But uh, Kevin Feige came out and made a ton of announcements. So uh, we're just going to kind of go through them now and uh, let's see what's going on. So on. Disney Plus, we're getting uh, some new animated series, X-Men 97, uh, which is going to be a continuation of the old X-Men cartoon that ended in 1997 that used to air on Fox. We're getting What If Season 2, so more Captain Carter. Uh, We're getting a new series called Spider-Man The Freshman Year which uh, is the early adventures of Peter Parker prior to him meeting Tony Stark. That is coming to uh, Disney Plus in 2024. Uh, They did release a trailer for I Am Groot, which are a collection of five original shorts that will debut on August 10th. Uh, We're getting Loki Season 2. That is coming to Disney Plus the summer of 2023. Uh, Secret Invasion, which will uh, star Nick Fury, is coming spring of 2023. Uh, and then uh, we got some theatrical news, uh, and that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be in theaters on May 5th of next year. We will have uh, Phase 6 of the Marvel Universe. We're, we're just getting ready to enter Phase 5. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania is the last. Uh, film uh, or last entry in phase four, but they did announce the phase six. It is going to be closed out with two films, uh, both Avengers films. We're going to get Avengers, the Kang dynasty uh, in May of 2005. And then in November, I'm sorry, 2025 and in November of 2025, we're getting Avengers secret wars Uh, kicking off uh, phase six is fantastic four on November 8th of 2024 uh, we're getting the Thunderbolts in July of 2024. Uh, that is a team of anti-heroes, So we will probably end up seeing a uh, U.S. agent there, Baron Zemo, uh, and some of the uh, more shady characters of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, May 3rd of 2024, a new Captain America film, New World Order. Uh, and that will star uh, everyone's favorite Falcon uh, as Captain America now that he has the shield. Um, and then uh, Blade is coming in November of 2023, and I think the big announcement uh, was the trailer for Wakanda Forever, which uh, did mention, uh, you know, Chadwick Boseman's passing. T'Challa has passed away in the uh, cinematic world, uh, so that was big. And we did get to see Namor, the uh, Prince Namor of Atlantis. In that trailer. So that's been rumored for a while. Uh, There were a couple of other shows uh, for Disney Plus that were announced, uh, and that was Echo uh, coming summer of 2023. uh, And that is going to uh, star Echo, who was in the Hawkeye series. We're also going to get some Matt Murdock, uh, also known as Daredevil, in that show, and uh, probably The Kingpin as well. Uh, Ironheart is coming to Disney Plus in the fall of 2023. She will make her debut in Black Panther. Uh, She is a young woman who creates her own suit of armor, uh, kind of to replace Iron Man. Uh, And then in the fall of uh, 2023, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, starring Agatha Harkness from the WandaVision series. Uh, And then coming to Disney Plus in August, uh, a new trailer was released for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Uh, And we did get to see Wong. Wong. Uh, as well as uh, Smart Hulk and a couple of other Marvel Cinematic Universe characters. So there should be a handful of guest appearances to look forward to. So uh, with that whole slate being said, uh, any shows, movies that you guys are looking forward to?
1: Um, definitely She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Hello. I don't even know what that is, but I need to watch it.
0: It's It ve- very much reminds me of uh, – Deadpool in its tone, it breaks the fourth wall a lot. She does talk directly to the audience um, or the viewer. Uh, so it, it, it's it's going to be a little bit uh, if you don't like Deadpool or that style, it may be a little off putting.
1: Didn't um, see it.
0: OK, well, then you won't uh, you won't know what to <laughs> not like.
1: I didn't watch any of them. The only one that I've ever watched out of any of that was um, the the Wakanda, the Black Panther movie. Okay. I did see that at the movie theater. I thought it was pretty good.
0: Okay. Yeah, that was a good one. And and hopefully Wakanda Forever is uh, is good as well.
1: But I've got to see the, the She-Hulk attorney. Does she turn like the Hulk?
0: She is, uh, yes. She gets some gamma radiated blood. I believe she gets a little bit of a transfusion from her cousin Bruce. And uh, she turns into a six-foot-seven Hulk creature, the yeah. She-Hulk. Yeah.
1: But she's smart.
0: She, she maintains her intellect.
1: That's good. She's an attorney. She needs to be sharp. There's people exactly. that we have to litigate it against, so.
0: Exactly. Adam, how about you? Anything you're looking forward to? No. No? Okay.
2: <laughs> no, the Black Panther of Forever, that trailer looked amazing. And... Uh, I the My only gripe, and, and this is my problem with Marvel stuff, is that they reveal too much stuff in the trailers. They reveal too much with the Thor trailer. They now have revealed too much with this Wakanda Forever trailer. Because at the end, you see somebody in a Black Panther suit. We don't know who it is, but it doesn't matter. That We didn't need to see that. They could have left that for the movie to reveal. And... The other thing oh, with a name I don't think they needed to show Namor in the trailers either. They could have left that, you know, to to to, you know, to be revealed. All right. Huh. I, I just they just show too much. And then like you end up in the movie and, and you don't get as excited when you see the the thing you didn't expect to see, because now you right. expected to see it. Uh, the Thunderbolts movie sounds very interesting because I don't know what's that about, but I guess it's about the Julie Louis Dreyfus character.
0: Um, well, see, it, it used to it it should have been uh, so General Ross, who was portrayed by William Hurt in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who recently passed away. Um, his nickname is uh, Thunderbolt. He's General Thunderbolt Ross, and he mm-hmm. puts together a team of anti Um But now you're right. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, her character is being groomed to lead the Thunderbolts. Don't know if they'll recast uh, the General Ross part. He had previously been portrayed by. Uh, who's the guy? He's the older guy in the Hulk movie. He kind of talks like this all the time. Sam.
2: Sam Rockwell? No. You're talking about the, the what Hulk movie? The first one? Yes. Sam
1: Gamgee.
2: No. No, William Hurt was Thunderbolt. Sam Elliott. Oh,
1: Sam I Elliot. love Sam Elliott.
2: In what movie was he incredible? In the in the Hulk. In the the Ang Lee Hulk movie. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, the Thunderbolts sound really good because I like her and uh, we need more Elaine Venice and uh, we need more Seinfeld characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'll be honest. <laughs> and, and, um,
1: <laughs> we need Larry David.
2: Obviously, the Avengers movies are going to be cool, but we don't know anything about them. And uh, it's just a lot more stuff. It's a lot more stuff to have to pay attention to, I guess. Like, uh, It's a lot.
0: But, oh, yeah. I, d- I didn't even mention uh, Daredevil Born Again. The new Daredevil series that's going to be 18 episodes for season one. So, so. I mean, listen, they got to they got to make content
2: for the Disney Plus and it makes sense that they're doing this. I mean, you got to you spent all that money for for Marvel. Might as well use it. Right. Exactly. I just like part of me is like I can't really get too excited about some of this stuff because like those Avengers movies are 2025. Like we haven't even finished 2022 yet. Like, come on.
0: Like, I can't even like get excited for those. So you're saying you can't get excited for the next four Avatar films that are going to be released in 2022, 2024, 2026, and 2028? I will say this. the I've seen the preview a couple – in
2: I saw the, the preview in 3D for Avatar. It looks amazing, and I can't believe I'm saying that. And Avatar, the water – the way of water. The it looks water. so. It looks beautiful. I don't. I. I will probably be seeing it in the theater now that I've seen the commercial the preview for it because it looks amazing Even I, did I not have no like idea the what it avatar is avatar
1: movie I was like mm,
2: I don't think anybody yeah. liked the avatar movie
1: <laughs> well it made so much money but I think it was because it was the technology because it was like the first like real like what they considered 3d but if it's not like Muppet vision 3d 3d <laughs> or if it's not like Phil magic 3d 3d <laughs> then it's not really 3d so don't lie to me and say it is
0: and if i can't smell apple pie like i can in uh, mickey's philhar magic
1: yeah 4D's great i mean yeah. if i could have like the champagne cork pop and i feel the air or the smell the smells i mean that's see that takes it to a new level but the 3D's so crazy it's not even real 3D though I, mean, I was very were, disappointed.
2: If they were smart, they would have us sitting in a tub watching the movie. We'd have to be submersed in the water watching this
0: movie.
1: Oh gosh, that's a little too much. Because there's people <laughs> that I don't need to see in tubs I would
0: be, I would be all pruny.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, how long can you sit in the water, Adam? <laughs> if we get cold, then we'd all be cold and.
0: Well, you know Adam with his warm baths with the rose petals. <laughs>
1: He likes a good massage and a bath.
0: Exactly. All right. Well, that uh, massage and a bath wraps up the entertainment portion of uh, of the news. (laughs) So, Liza, back to you. What's your second story?
1: What we've all been waiting for. Well, not really me because I've never eaten here and I'm probably never going to be able to eat here unless maybe somebody wants to buy one of my kidneys. I don't know. But (laughs) Victoria and Albert's is now open at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. It opened today, as a matter of fact, and um, they've completely renovated the inside from the photos that I've seen. Like I've said, I've never personally even set foot in here. I don't even know if they would let me. Well, without a reservation, I'm sure that they wouldn't, but still, I mean, I could pretend to be somebody maybe, but I don't know, but they have upgraded the menu so to speak i guess in a way which means the price is a little bit more now I, did you say they added courses adam and maybe that's what justifies the rise in cost Or i don't
2: i don't know if i think they've always had these seven and ten course menus um they they certainly did raise the price based on what I've seen, I mean, and they, they do have a lot of enhancements that are also extra charges if you want them. So there's a lot of, like, upcharges if you really want to get too excited. But uh, I I guess I'm for that much money, I mean, you better be liking what you're eating, so.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if I'm paying for this, I better, like, every bite. Like, it better be so good I can't even stand it. But I'm sure it would be like i I have a feeling it's that good, but I was very surprised that the zero proof cocktails um which means no alcohol like a mocktail, was so expensive to add on like I thought it would be half of maybe what the um the regular drinks would cost, but it's not it's really not that much less,
2: yeah, so the the tasting. Menu for the non-alcoholic drinks is $110. They call it zero proof. Or wine pairings with your meal is $150. That's the seven course. So
1: it's like $40 difference.
2: Yeah, I think that is a little strange that they would charge – they're charging that much for non-alcoholic um, pairings, I guess. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: Yeah, so the – it's tasting menu, the uh, the seven course tasting menu was $185. Now that's is pre pandemic. Now it is $295. God,
1: that's a huge increase, like a huge increase. So who's Who's going to pay for it? Because 110 pay dollars it for myself. So, I need to figure out who's going to do it because this is not going to be me. I can't, that's like multiple meals that I could get somewhere, but it won't be as good. And I know that. This is like an experience that maybe you do for like a big anniversary. Or like, you know, something like that, or or like and you just got married and you're having a honeymoon or, you know, something like that. That's it's not like just like, a, oh, hey, let's take the kids here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. but Yeah. But, and you
2: got to wear yeah. and you have to dress like to have a dress code. I yeah, I don't think I, I would hope you're you're you know, you're with a significant other and on a honeymoon or something going to this.
1: Oh, yeah you would going to make it special. That. You got to make it special.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's it looks beautiful. And the food you get, like, all these little plates with, like, the little tiny foods. <laughs> but I'm assuming because you're getting so many plates of them that like, you don't leave, like, hungry. Like, you're going to get full eventually by the seventh little plate of little tiny squares.
2: Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. So, like, they, the menu kind of changes, but they have, like, a sample with, like, a lot of caviar. You can do caviar tastings for an upcharge. And they have, like, a lot of different things from overseas. They have a um, – I don't even know what this is. A New England lang Languiz, Languistine?
1: Languistine.
2: Languistine. You know what that is? Yeah, it's, it's, like it's like a it's like a lobster-looking thing. Oh,
1: that's interesting. It's like a crustacean. Yeah. Sir. Yeah, they
2: have like but Texas. But
1: that's what Texas
2: overseas. Texas wild. Well, it's not. Well, it's not New England. This is like a over. Oh, this is New England. No, did I say New England? I meant New did... Zealand.
1: Okay. New Zealand. I'm, I'm sorry. like Adam Elmer. <laughs> we need to have a geography lesson.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about our New England style. Uh, northeast new england style deli which doesn't exist. Uh they have a texas wild boar. That sounds wonderful eating a wild boar from texas, right?
1: No I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I could go kill one, you know.
0: Tony, like... Tony, I'm assuming you haven't been here. Unlike Liza, I have actually walked through it. Ooh. Um, so I I've, I've been in there. I've been in the kitchen.
2: <gasps>
0: they were closed at the time. It was pre-opening. Um, but I, I have been through there. And, yeah, I think it was Liza who said you're not going to take the kids in there. Um, and Definitely not, because there are three different dining experiences uh, when you go to Victoria and Albert's. The first one is the dining room, uh, and that is in uh, in the Grand Rotunda under the dome. It's like a tranquil garden. Then they have the Queen Victoria's room. Uh, that is limited to four couples per night, so it's a very intimate seating. Uh, and then, of course, there is the famous chef's table. Uh, which is a dining experience for up to six guests where you eat uh, right alongside the, the head chef.
1: Oh, my gosh. There's one comment <laughs> under the photos of this place, and somebody just says, it looks like a funeral home.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, done. Mic drop. Okay. But I'm sure it doesn't taste like a spread at a funeral <laughs> But it might be just as expensive as your funeral. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Well, they have updated it since that funeral home look, which I I like the funeral home look. But then again, I like old things. <laughs> um.
1: That would be cool if they just had like one of those cheap espresso machines that gives you something in a paper cup that you're like, this is not espresso. But I'll <laughs> drink it anyway because I don't see anything else. <laughs> yeah you're not gonna get that there. It's gonna be really really high end funeral
2: so if you've been at uh Victorian Albers, let us know um although it's it's different now, so I guess you gotta go back and uh maybe someday we'll go
1: oh i I can't imagine now if i if I do win the powerball on Saturday, I'll let everybody know, and I'll make a Good. reservation.
2: You're gonna get the wine pairings?
1: Well, I'll let everybody get whatever. If I win the Powerball, it's on.
0: Okay, good.
1: I'll invite people. I don't even care.
0: All right. It's on Liza. You heard it here first.
1: If I win the Powerball.
0: Excellent. And if I win the Powerball, I'm taking everyone on a cruise.
1: Ooh, yay.
0: Which leads us into our next story, cruising. Uh, Disney Cruise Line, lots of stuff going on. Uh, Of course, we know The Wish has started sailing, and uh, that's going well. Uh, except for the fact that the Aladdin show has not yet debuted. Uh, So if you were going and expecting to see that, uh, it is still not ready for uh, public performances. Um, In general cruise line news, however, uh, the CDC has ended their COVID-19 program for cruise ships. Uh, Disney at this point, as of the 28th of July, is still voluntarily following the CDC's COVID protocols, which includes uh, pre-cruise testing. Uh, which is now being performed prior to being on site um, and vaccinations are required for all guests. Um, the only cruise line that has made any modifications so far is uh, Virgin Voyages has announced uh, that they will uh, allow 10% of their guests to be non-vaccinated. Um, but uh, the cruise lines are are heading back towards some of the pre-pandemic uh, states. Uh, a number of cruise Hi. lines. Yes.
2: How do they know 10% are, un- I don't know that doesn't make any
0: sense. 10% of their guests can be unvaccinated.
2: So they're going to ask you, I guess, ahead of time? And like, you got to try to get within the
0: 10%? Yes. 10% huh. of their staterooms will be available to uh, non-vaccinated guests. That's interesting. Okay. And once it's once it's 10%, they won't take any more unvaccinated people.
1: But why 10? Like, who came up with that number?
0: Like Richard, eh? Bra- Richard Branson.
1: Richard Branson. Okay. That's interesting. Cause like it's, I mean, okay. Maybe he was like twenties too much. Five's not enough. Eh, we'll see ten. See All what right. happens. Take a, take a gamble.
0: Exactly. And, um, back to Disney cruise line, they did announce their fall 2023 itineraries, which opened to the public today. That is that once again, the 28th of July, um, we are going to see some changes in 2023. Uh, the Dream is going over to Europe. Uh, previously, it's been the magic that heads over there. Um, but now that the Dream uh, has been replaced in Port Canaveral by the Wish, uh, that frees the Dream up to hit some additional ports. So the Dream will be going over to Europe and the Mediterranean for summer of 2023. Uh, and then they will be coming back to their new home port, which is in Fort Lauderdale. That is going to be Disney's second full-time port uh, on the east coast of Florida. Uh, The Magic is going to be headed over to the west coast next year. uh, And we'll be doing some sailings out of San Diego uh, as well as Galveston. Um, Now, you may ask uh, what happens to the Wonder because that's normally the Wonders rotation. Tony. Uh, Yes. What happens to the Wonder? oh well it's amazing you ask adam uh the wonder normally does the uh, alaskan rotation um and amazingly is off of the list of uh is off of the itinerary as of september uh, of 2023 uh coincidentally um magical cruise line which is the actual name of uh the disney cruise line that's their their business name oh. um magical cruise come i'm sorry magical cruise company limited uh in March of this year registered with the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. Ooh. Um, so, rumor is that the wonder at some point will be announced that she is cruising in Australia. Wow. So that uh, that is uh, yet to be seen. Um, But someone did ask Disney Cruise Lines, Jeff Van Leneveld, who is the vice president of marketing, uh, if they were going to be sailing in Australia and or New Zealand. Uh, And he said that uh, those areas are big cruise markets with a strong affinity for Disney. So naturally, that's going to be a big focus for us going forward. We need to expand. We need to expand beyond our current itineraries and markets. So I would expect to see news uh, well within the next couple of months uh, that the Wonder will be headed down under. The Wonder down under. Oh my goodness!
1: That's the marketing plan. Isn't that a mail strip show?
0: Uh, Well, you know what I did in the past is in the past.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think you're bringing it back, Tony.
0: I could be. So that is what's happening uh, in the Disney Cruise Line news. Um, I will finally be headed on to the Wish in two weeks. Oh. So we'll probably uh, get a little news about that when I come back. And
1: um, that's right. I totally forgot you were doing the Wish. Yes. Oh, it looks beautiful.
0: It does. It looks like a fun time.
1: It does look a little funeral home-ish. That's
0: okay. <laughs> no. no, no, no funeral homes at sea.
1: No. It actually did look beautiful though. It did look beautiful. And I think it the does. dining looked great too.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot different than the other ships.
1: Are you gonna slide down that slide to the kids' club? I hope to. Gosh, I wanna do that so bad. Like I would definitely try to do it.
0: If it's by height, I'm definitely in.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Maybe as, as, so. As long as there's no height restrictions, I'll be I'll be on that slide. That's right. Um but Speaking of restrictions, that uh, reminds me of Adam, uh, <laughs> who has all sorts of restrictions placed upon him. That ankle monitor is still working, Adam. Is that rechargeable?
2: Uh, yeah, it has to be rechargeable. Otherwise, it,
0: it runs out of a battery after one or three days. No, that that is not true. Uh, Adam does not wear an ankle bracelet. Not um, yet. But uh, he does have some exciting news about Magic Band Plus. I do. So Magic Band
2: Plus has debuted. This is the new version of the Magic Bands. They are a little bit bigger in terms of the, the head, the puck, the face, whatever you want to call that part. They, one of the, the biggest differences is that they light up and they vibrate. They provide haptic feedback, I think is the word that they like to use. And you can recharge them because the lights and the vibrations uh, need a battery. The solid colors start at $34.99 and if you want one with a design they're $44.99. If you have a trip planned through your Main Street War Travel Agent, you can get $10 off those uh, band pricing with if you order them pre-arrival and have them shipped to your house. The, the big thing with these is that they have games in the parks that you can play with them. Uh, so you need the You need a Magic Band Plus as well as the Play Disney Parks app loaded onto your phone because they kind of work in tandem. Uh, They have a Batuu Bounty Hunters game, which is in Galaxy's Edge. You uh, check in with a guild master and you get bounties where you basically go around the the Galaxy's Edge uh, land in uh, Hollywood Studios. And you look for bounties and define them. Your Magic Band Plus will light up and vibrate as you get closer or further away from targets. When you get to the target, you can collect a target. You can see it on your app in your um, in your on your smartphone, and then you go back to the Guildmaster to then collect credits. There are apparently 20 bounties that you can collect in the whole land, and um, it's a fun game that you can do when you're you know walking around the land. And you can collect and come back for more. You don't have to do the whole thing in one
0: you know, afternoon. Is, is, there any the word, one is there any word on what these credits can be used for? Because I remember when they were uh, talking about Galaxy's Edge, you were going to be able to use the credits you earned from getting Coaxium uh, in the uh, Smuggler's Run game. Uh, and now, once again, you're, you're able to collect credits. And what's the point? Well, the point is that you
2: get credits and you get to have a lot of them, which is fun, right? Don't you want more credits? They have not said if you can exchange the credits for like real American dollars or Lightning Lane uh, re uh, Lightning Lane reservation time return times. They haven't said that. Now maybe they're waiting to see how many people actually complete all of these. Maybe you get a button or a pin. If you collect all 20 bounties, that'd be fun.
0: You, you know what it should be like? It should be like the arcades. Mm-hmm. I've I've the got 20,000 credits. What can I get? Oh, this lovely mustache or a pencil. You can get an yeah. eraser. Yeah.
1: You get some smarties.
2: <laughs> Maybe a Rubik's Cube.
1: Yeah, like a mini Rubik's Cube that falls apart after you try to do it once. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um uh, the, uh, the Batuu Bounty Hunters looks interesting. You do have to do a lot of walking because you're going back and forth to, to find a bounty and then you go back to the board where the Guildmaster is and you go back and forth, back and forth. So there's a lot of walking. The other game you can play is the Fab 50 Quest. That is at all four parks. You have to look for the gold statues. Now, just, just so you know, there are not, there are, there are not 50 statues. There's only 36. Because some statues have two characters on one statue. Okay. All right. So you're not look. So there's not 50 individual statues. There's 36 of them. You wave your magic band to activate a response from the statue, from the character, and then the, the character collects in your smartphone on the app, the Play Disney Parks app, and then you can see cool augmented reality viewing experiences with the character in the space that you're in so you can see like mickey mouse like peeking through a window in the real world through your phone that's kind of cool i think now they have said that the charging for the battery for the magic band plus lasts one to three days but in the videos and the people we've been seeing they are not lasting as long so you really gotta make sure you got that thing fully charged before you start using it the magic band will work as your park ticket, as your uh, lightning lane reservation return time, genie plus, whatever they call that now, that will still work regardless of whether they have a charge or not. What won't work is the vibrations and the lighting up features. And another thing that the band does is it's supposed to sync, the lighting is supposed to sync with the lighting of the nighttime spectaculars. So the lighting syncs up with harmonious, with enchantment, they look interesting. I don't know if I'm going to get one. I don't like the, the the designs they have right now. There's no Muppets. There's no Country Bears. And those are the Badger Bands I want. So I'm going to at least wait till one of my favorite characters becomes available before I actually purchase one or think about purchasing one. Uh,
0: so I, I'm assuming that these pucks are non-removable now uh, because one of my favorite things was that you could buy a little uh, carabiner. Uh, with a little puck holder, and you could take the puck off of the magic band and just put it on your belt loop, and not have to use your wrist for everything. You could just have it on a carabiner and and do that. Um, so that's a downside for me.
2: Yeah, and I don't I don't think they do, and I don't think they would because then that loses the the vibration loses the purpose because it's not in your wrist anymore. If it's hanging off your pocket, right. you don't feel the vibration or you don't see the light flashing. So it, it's kind of a new point at that
0: point gotcha so the the cool thing about the nighttime spectaculars is it's supposed to be the same technology that disney already kind of perfected with the the light up ears that debuted what, with the show? Like seven years ago
1: yeah the glow of the show ears yeah they were kind of heavy
0: right well they've obviously shrunk it down a lot more that those PIM technology Damn. guys uh have, have shrunk down everything
1: now the 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 comments that I've seen online that people are complaining about is that they're like, "Oh great, I'm going to pay 40 bucks to stare at my wrist while the show's going on." You know, yes. so that's what people are saying. Like a lot of people are saying why would I want to stare at my wrist or look at other people's wrist while there's like this nighttime show and projections going on? But I think that they're missing the point. I think what Disney's and what they'll find is, is that if enough people have these, it creates this ambient experience around you as well as the show. So it's like, it might be a little sensory overload. I'm not really sure yet because I haven't done it, but um, I do think it is cool that it lights up differently when you're around different things. I mean, you kind of can look down and see it. And then you'll see other people around with the same glow going on, you know, but yeah. Um, and then some other people were complaining as well. They were like, why can't, why can't it be like Coldplay when they had their bands, but their bands, it lit yeah. up all around, Cold like the whole <laughs> the whole Coldplay band. And I wanted to say, Ew, you went to a Coldplay concert, but anyway, <laughs> but I didn't say that, but I thought of it, thought it in my head. But they were like, when they went to the Coldplay concert, apparently the entire band lit up. Now, I don't know if that's going to be too difficult because they're not just lighting up. They're also using this technology to do everything else. You know what I mean? So I don't know.
2: Probably need a bigger battery, I would think.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, you can't just have it all. Okay. So we got to try to see how it goes before we too judgmental here. I think um, it's going to be okay.
0: You know, it, it's like Stephen Wright once said, "You can't have everything. Where would you put it?"
1: That's true. But the the bands, I think there's a good idea behind it. We'll just have to see how the execution goes.
2: I yeah, I think in theory it's good. I I I have ideas. I'm um, percolating in my mind. What I'd like the Magic Band Plus to do that it's not doing right now. Certain mm-hmm. things in the parks that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But um. I think it's a, it's just it's just another stepping stone. I, I I don't I feel like they're not. I mean, you can buy magic bands cost twenty five thirty dollars. The the mm-hmm. ones that we have now, so they're not much more expensive than the than a regular magic band is already, which I think was interesting. I I, I thought they were going to charge a lot more. And of course, you can get the Dooney and Burke magic bands. Those things are like seventy seventy five dollars.
1: That's crazy though.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, they, I mean, these are, you know, I don't think they're expensive per se, and I, they do add, especially with the Batu bounty hunters, which sounds really, if that sounds different and interesting. It adds a little bit of, like, you know,
0: different yeah. elements to your Disney vacation, which is what we're all looking for. Well, it's, it's it's nothing more than a scavenger hunt without the paper map.
1: Oh, yeah, the paper map and the stickers.
0: Yeah. But, I, you know, I like that. Like Adam says, it's a new element. It's great. Um, I like the fact that it's rechargeable. You know, you're not making me spend, you know, $35, $40 every 18 months or or 24 months to get a new one. Um, yeah. So hopefully it lasts a while. I yeah. think the ori- the original Magic Band came out in, what, 2013? And then Magic Band 2 was 2016. And now Magic Band Plus is 2022. So w- this is our third version of Magic Bands in, in 10 years. You know, nine years. So uh, it, it's not like they're changing the technology every other year. Um, but but there are some nice features. And and I forget if it was you or Adam or maybe both of you said it. You know, it's a, it's great in theory, but once again, it all depends how the rollout goes. And we know that Disney has a history of not being so smooth with the rollouts.
1: Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. I think it's um. I'm hoping that it's not like a car. When you pay it off, it's gonna die. <laughs> you know, so like you you buy the magic band, and hopefully it's not like six months later it's like going, <laughs> you know, you're going to the shop, and you're getting out your Dremel tool trying to repair it. I mean, I don't know. I'm just really hoping that it's uh gonna last a while because there's so I have so many magic bands at my house. You guys, I was giving clients magic bands. I was giving my whole family magic bands because my because Disney has stopped. If you've noticed, now Tony, you may have noticed this. They have stopped um, with the selections of the old magic bands um, on their website. Like you Correct. can find one or two, but that's it. Used to be there was a page of different varieties that you could choose from. Well, in the past six months, you have had minimal selections and they are trying to sell what they have in the park but they're not putting any more on the website to pre-order really at all so or their shop disney store has like two you know right. so I, well I guess you know the, that's why
0: they had been telling us it was supply chain issues yeah they did so i i wonder if they will stop offering magic band two as a whole and now your only option is magic band plus
1: i think that's what's going to happen
0: mm-hmm. there,
1: They're going to have to sell what they have. They don't want to – I mean, unless they just want to eat that money because – I mean, but you know how much they've got in the park. But but granted, it's not as much as they used to have. They used to have – like. You know, a ton of Magic Bands to choose from, but now it's slimming down. But I, I guess they're they're really going to want to try to implement these new ones because they did spend a lot of money, I'm sure, making these. Yep. So, And they've got a ton of designs.
0: You know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them keep the old gray Magic Band 2s around just for people who, you know, they're going down. They're not Disney fans. It's not going to be multiple trips for them. It's going to be one trip. You know, now you're going to tell me I have to spend thirty five dollars to get a magic band. Um, Yeah. You know, it'd be nice to give them a nice cheaper option, you know, for somebody like Adam or yourself who goes to the parks a couple times a year. A rechargeable band. Okay, you're going to spend, you know, thirty five, forty dollars. But over the course of, you know, the three or four years that you use it, it's not that expensive. Yeah. You know, but but the family that's going one time. That has to spend thirty-five or forty dollars for their, you know, family of five. It's just an, an unnecessary added cost.
1: Yeah, they used to just give you the gray ones. Right. Like they would just be like, Psst, "Come here, here's a gray one." Now they don't do that. They tell you to use your phone, or they'll give you a room key that is a ticket. But yeah, with
0: with the the Magic Mobile, um, you know, they want you to use your phone because the phone has taken on a lot of the old Magic Band uh functionality. But now they're putting out Magic Band Plus. So so are you driving me towards my own device or are you driving me towards your band?
1: Yeah, I know. You
0: know, they, they just it seems like they can't make up their mind and they're waffling a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think people like the Magic Bands because I have like some of my clients are really, you know, set on i need to get these magic bands i gotta get a magic band because it's part of the fun of the trip getting the box in the mail opening up the box and it's like that anticipation of my trips really close and look we got our bands and it's it's just been a part of our culture for like you said the past nine years you know so letting go of that to just bring in my cell phone it's kind of i'm sure they would get some complaints about it um Not that they don't get complaints about a lot of stuff all day, but, 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 you know, I I think it is part, it's something that they can make money on, but it also brings people that Disney magic, even though they're paying for it, but still, it brings them that anticipation of that trip coming up and they like that. I mean, how many videos have you seen online of a parent giving a child a box and they open it and it's the magic band? You know, so I I guess they don't want to lose that. People don't want to lose that. So, I mean, it would be sad if it went away. But then again, like 40 bucks.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we didn't we didn't even talk about the fact that um, the new Magic Band Plus will eventually interact with the Hey Disney app that was also announced like back in October of last year, uh, which is supposed to be some type of Alexa type device that's getting rolled out to the resorts.
1: I forgot about that. What is that supposed to do? Is it like Disney trivia? Uh,
0: no, it's like a Disney Echo. So you're going to be able to do stuff around your room and, and get room amenities and request towels. and.
1: Oh, that's good, because those old telephones, I still can't figure out. Like I was trying to contact someone to get me towels and some of those buttons, they none of them said front desk. And I did zero, and I did figure out how to get somebody to bring me some towels eventually, but, man, it would be nice to be, like, not Alexa. I guess they won't say Alexa. It'll be no, Mickey. Hey, hey, Disney. Oh, hey, Disney. <laughs> bring me some towels. And also, I need somebody to come up here and fix this shampoo dispenser that's bolted to the wall. Because the little thing fell off and it won't stay on. You know, like the little, like the spout that sticks out, it just pops off.
0: Yeah, I just put the spout back in.
1: I do too, but sometimes it just, every time you pop it, it just flies off again.
0: I, I think we need a very special edition of our show that's called Liza's Rants.
1: <laughs> <So>
0: Liza <laughs> just goes off and rants and, and nobody says anything.
1: I just, it's <laughs> like a solo podcast. I just, I feel like it's just they need to redesign the dispenser. It's time. Huh. They're getting rusty.
0: I will not argue with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I will tell you that mo- during most of that rant, I had just mentioned, you know, Disney was waffling and all of a sudden I wanted to go to Sleepy Hollow and get like a, a fruit waffle. Oh,
1: those are good.
0: And, and you know what that is? That's a good thought on which to end our show. Yes. Adam, do you have any closing statements? Would you like to rant about anything?
2: No, I just... Um... If you want a Magic Band Plus, you should get one. You should get it. You should order it early because you can save a little bit of coin on it, which is
0: always a good thing. Coin. That's right. That's right. But remember to order it early. You have to have a vacation package booked, and you can order it through the My Disney Experience app at a discounted cost.
2: How would one get a uh, vacation
0: package booked? Well, if you book a vacation package, you can do that with Main Street and More Travel, who happens to be the sponsor of this podcast, and they're an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris and her team plan your family's next vacation. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More Podcast. On behalf of Liza and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More Podcast. Good night, everyone.
1: Good night. Bye. Bye.